She's a professional aromatherapist, and he is an international wellness advocate for the largest essential oil company in the world. But their love for essential oils has brought them together. Welcome to Fellowship in Essential Oils, where Elizabeth Ashley and Adam Barillet discuss essential oils and their gifts for the body, heart, head and spirit. Hello and welcome to Fellowship of Essential Oils. My name is Adam. Liz, how are you today? I'm all right, thanks Adam. It's great to see you. A bit tired after last night's masterclass. We're back into it straight away again, of course. Yes, of course, we love our masterclasses. That's the opportunity for you to actually join me and Liz in a rather intimate group and ask any questions. We we have some exclusive content. We go a little bit deeper than we can in these podcasts just for time-wise. But students from all around the world, they're asking some really great and in-depth questions about aromatherapy, physical stuff, spiritual stuff, aren't they? Yeah, and so this one, so we're going to talk about Lyme today, aren't we? And so yes. we can revisit that again on this month's masterclass, which is what, 26th of 26. October? Of, of October, yeah. And yep. it's Australia time zone this time, isn't it? It's Australia and Europe friendly, not so friendly to the Americans. We, we, we alternate every second month to make sure that, yeah, everyone can join in at some time. But at the same time, lots of people are just booking their tickets every single month and they're getting the replays because they get two over two hours of really juicy content, you get handouts um, and a whole range of different other goodies as well. So we'll have the details for that in the links below. But we're talking about lime today, another citrus oil. And sometimes I hear people say, oh, do we really need another citrus? So what do you think about lime? Um, do you know what? I'm kind of in agreement with, with them about how many citruses do you need. This is one I used to use a lot when I was out on the road, seeing people like face to face. It's not an oil I use that much now. Um, and what? so I'll talk about because they're quite it's quite unusual things that I used it for. But I do like how it's very good for uplifting. But also, if you're in a situation that you can't kind of think yourself out of, it's very good at kind of slowing your mind down and going, let's just unpick this. And I like that. Yeah. What about you? I what do you use it for? I must admit with most essential oils, you know, I like to try and work out what's its superpower. So, you know, what, what where is where does that oil stand alone? So often people think, oh, rosemary is rosemary is really good for hair growth or helicrides is really good for you know, healing wounds and everything like that. And for Lyme, I probably wouldn't have one where I'd go, oh, that's superpower, but I do quite like it. Where I find um, lots of people kind of will add it to blends um, is it's quite a gentle one for um, a bit of respiratory or digestive support. Um, and, you know, sometimes either if you're dealing with very young children um, or the elderly, or like I did a couple of weeks ago, got food poisoning and some of the more potent, you know, balancing oils that you might reach for with digestive upsets, I'm just like, oh, I don't feel too good. So lime is a bit of a softer alternative in that way. So I, I like to add it to, yeah, diffuser blends for respiratory or chest rubs and then on the for the digestive system as well. So we often talk about how essential oils, particularly um, citrus essential oils, have got short shelf likes and that they can mm. deteriorate quite quickly after about six months you talk about rose uh, rosemary good for the hair i like lime in a shampoo when 
everything's gone off, you know, so it's chill, it's it's gone past that six months, it's a little bit of a skin sensitizer, and uh, so I wouldn't want it on my skin, but obviously this is all natural, so it doesn't need much care, but a bit of lime in the, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Conditioner. Conditioner, yep. Over the ends makes the ends dead shiny. So I wouldn't want it on the uh, the on my scalp because it's still irritant. But it's a great way to use your leftovers just to have um, a conditioner that you just only use for the ends of your hair, or also in argan oil. It's in my argan oil as well. Just pull it through, and it really gives it this sheen. Um, and part of that, I guess, is because of the limonene and the way it cuts through grease. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it makes your hair dead shiny. So that is one of the ways that I do use it. And I use it I use it for that when, well, I like, I don't like wasting essential oils. And with, mm. with citrus essential oils, they go off so quick that you're like, oh, I've got to do something with that. So this is a great way to use lime oil. But um, I also use it, new ones, I'm going to put that and say this is fresh essential oil. Now I'm back onto it. Um, for pain, neuropathic pain. Um, I also use it for um, circulatory problems. So if somebody has got like something like, you know, cold hands, cold feet, I'm going to come back to that statement in a minute, uh, Raynaud's disease, um, thrombosis, varicose veins, anywhere where the, the sick, the circulatory system is off it's really good for tonifying that so um just visiting the statement about the um cold hands cold feet that can often be uh, a side effect of chemotherapy um personally i wouldn't use lime oil if somebody was going through uh, cancer therapy at all and that's because of some research that was done in 2016 by, I think, an Iranian team. I haven't written it down. I think so. Probably because I have to say Iran are just so fantastic at essential oil research. They do so much. Mm. Um, but they tested four different um, essential oils, citrus essential oils, for their actions on um, nociception. So anybody who's not sure what that is, nociception is how the nervous system transmits information about toxic um, situations, and that is often pain. Um, and one of the things that they found was that lime was one of the best oils for doing it, but it also did something else that was not great. Um, and that was called um, myelotoxicity. So myelotoxicity is that it actually affects the leukocytes, which are white blood cells that grow in the bone marrow. So if somebody is going through chemotherapy, going through cancer treatment, the chemotherapy will already do that to them. If somebody has something like um, neutropenia, which... Uh, my daughter has neutropenia, so she has cyclic neutropenia, which means that her body automatically shuts off her um, blood, the bone marrow occasionally and just 
takes away her um, immune system. And there are quite a lot mm. of people that this happens to. So, so psychic neutropenia or somebody who's going through a cancer treatment where the the white blood cell count may already be affected. You wouldn't, I don't think, want to use lime oil because it will also do it as well. Um, but I do think that the effects that it has on the mind, the way it's so good for lifting a tired mind, um, I think I would still kind of get them sniffing it if they were feeling like I just can't do this anymore or maybe give them something like lemongrass, which is very good at like, yeah, I know all of those things, but what if you could? Um, so, yeah, so circulation, pain would be the uh, the main ones. But as I say, like it is really powerfully anti-inflammatory. Um, so you can kind of weave it in into other blends. Um, there's... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going like this about whether to go down this route or not because it's quite it's very advanced aromatherapy but i also use it for three different other things the first is uh heavy metal poisonings so mm. for um arsenic and for uh, chlorine um toxicity so i'll talk about those in a moment but also for a condition called leishmaniasis so I talked earlier about how I used to use it a lot when I was on the road. The kind of the dynamic of running a business is quite was quite different. So imagine that we were at like a flower show or an agriculture, particularly an agricultural show. People would be obviously wandering around, looking at things in craft fairs, stuff like that, and then kind of go, oh, this person's talking about things that might be able to get better. I've got this thing. I wonder if they know about that, which is different to when you're marketing on the internet, which is like, I need something for this thing. So, mm. so you would, so like now you kind of get the same conditions over and over again because people are just searching for those things. But when I was on the road, you would get a lot of really strange stuff. So this is where the the heavy metal stuff comes in but also the leishmaniasis so one of the things quite often people would say is they give me a gammy hand go i bet you can't do anything with that and i'd be like cold your face don't show how disgusting that looks and it would be like eczema but it would be all like blistered and really inflamed and they'd be like i've had everything off the doctor what can you do about that so you would kind of start with a normal eczema treatment but the chances are that it, they had been um, bitten by some kind of sand fly that had laid an egg and the parasite was beneath the skin and what had happened it'd be like it's, it could be fine for, for ages and then suddenly it'll just flare up and what you'd be seeing was the life cycle of the parasite on the, on the skin um and the reason why I said about the context was obviously this happens a when people go on holiday like have lots of beach holidays but also people who work with animal feces a lot and so they are in an environment where they can get bitten quite easily and not even notice um and in those kind of situations lime is a great help because it's very anti-parasitic 
So using it with something like thyme or um, tea tree to break the cycle of that parasite. They'd be like, I don't know, you healed that because the eczema, without the parasite, the, the eczema, the geranium we would use and the, the myrrh to heal over the skin, they didn't, we weren't fighting a parasite anymore. Um, so lime is really good on that level. Um, also on the point of view of agriculture is where things like arsenic and chlorine um, poisoning can come in but also when you see people who've got like chronic asthma or breathing problems or skin conditions that that won't heal um, it is kind of an avenue to explore but we're kind of in a situation where you'd be looking at a case history over a period of time and understanding somebody's background so for example i mean people go what arsenic but actually it's everywhere and particularly it's in our water um and various pair of um, places and obviously the same is true of, of chlorine um various places around the world will have worse situations and better situations for this, but also certain things that happen in the environment. So another thing that happened around the time when I was working on the road was, A, we were seeing people who, who had been uh, fighting in Afghanistan, people who were had been fighting in the Croatian war, these are chemical warfare things. They've inhaled them from stuff that goes off. Likewise, there was a huge explosion, eruption, your word is wrong, eruption of a volcano um, in Iceland. And we had all of that. Mm -hmm. it, it's in the ground and volcanoes bring it up out of the ground and disperse it into the air. So if you have been in a situation where you have already been exposed to arsenic in some way, and then this happens, then you have this buildup in the body. So as I say, certainly breathing problems, um, cancers, but also um, skin problems. Um, also, arsenic is in our ground, naturally, as I say, the, the um, volcano will bring it up. So sometimes it will be in like a well, or a river where it's leached out of the actual rocks itself and gone in. And there are certain places in the world where arsenic uh, poisoning is really common because all of the water is like that. So, for example, Bangladesh, it's an enormous problem. Um, and, of course, chlorine is in the water normally. Um, I, think, I think it's like... I don't 0.2 micrograms per something or other because we have it to to keep the, the um you know to to disinfect the water but um also if somebody is a swimmer or a mm. lifeguard where they're continuously exposed to the chlorine you might see things like um, their acne becoming really bad, their sinuses becoming really bad because it's irritated by the chlorine. So again, um, all of those things lie. Um, yeah, helpful. So if someone was concerned that maybe they had been exposed to a bit too much arsenic or chlorine, how would they use the lime oil in in this case? 
So we tend to, so that, as I say, this is really very advanced stuff now. We tend to talk about um, like blending as three essential oils. But when you're looking at a situation or let's say, let's say I am looking at a situation where somebody's clearly got many different situations going on. So, for example, somebody who has got PTSD, um, who has been at war, then we're looking at so many different things, aren't we? We're looking at a psychological uh, problem. We're looking at this heavy metal stuff. Chances are they might have been injured in some way. So we're looking at that. So you're not going to be looking at three oils then. That uh, You just no. would ne- not be able to do that. So there's nothing to say that you can't use more oils. And I think that the maximum that I've ever used in one black blend was 43 oils. And so, you know, this, but now you're looking at really small amounts at a time. But if we think about, and, and I always stress this, remember that an essential oil doesn't have side effects. It has many main effects. So we're only going to look at doing small increments with, a, with, with one drop. And so I would always use sounds odd but i would always use a moisturizer base an aqueous lotion base simply because you can just put it on walk away Um, and so what you would be doing is working with somebody on a week-to-week basis to kind of look at all of the different uh, um, aspects and you're kind of in those kind of situations going to be looking at like vitamins and mineral therapy does the back need straightening because the spine might be out healing stuff but you would also work with meridians um yeah and so what we tend to do is to to kind of and bear in mind i should say that i come from a very different schooling than a lot of people who will be watching this because when you train as an aromatherapist in britain you are trained that uh, that massage is your medium so we would be looking at doing massages, the main thing weekly, and maybe using like um, something like poultices or compresses to draw out the, mm. the toxicity. We would use a home treatment with just like one or two drops of uh, lime and other stuff um, to use daily. But as I say, within the massage and to use the home treatment, we would also use meridians. And when we're looking at toxicity, we would use the liver and the gallbladder meridians. Um, And what's interesting is when you start to think about Chinese medicine and meridians in this way, you would say, right, okay, when I'm looking at the the, um, liver meridian and I'm looking at the gallbladder meridian, what else? So the liver meridian is involved with authority, but also to do with anger. So if somebody has is getting like it gets very angry or aggressive easily or doesn't get angry and aggressive, because that's definitely a thing, you know, just you are not you are not reasonably annoyed with what's going on with you. That can be quite weak energy mm, in the, mm. the meridian. So we would look at stimulating those down the meridian. So Yes, so the the liver is the outside of the leg, the the um, gallbladder is the inside of the leg. I think I've got that right way around. Um, and, and they 
kind of zigzag backwards and forwards. So if you imagine that it's like where the seam is to your trousers and they go zig back, backwards, zig backwards, forward and forward like that. So we would rub the treatments up and down the liver and the gallbladder the same inside uh, there. And I would always say to people, when you're in an acute situation, to use it five times a day for the first week so that your body goes with as much of it you can and then drop it down to morning and night. If, for example, you were seeing something like leishmaniasis and somebody had it on their hands, then, of course, we're going to be wanting to put it in an ointment base so they can, like, you know. Mm. Um, so you're being intelligent about what your bases are. But the most important thing when you're doing those kind of heavy metal things is about cleansing the system, which is using the liver and the gallbladder meridians, but then also nourishing it which is not a conversation for now. Um, that could be in the masterclass if people want to come um, or to come and learn from me properly. And that's simply because I'm going to talk about vitamins and minerals and that's not appropriate in this environment. Got you. So maybe for someone, you know, obviously an aromatherapist can help them to a greater degree, but a bit of an at-home therapy, lime, I guess, massaged down the sides of the calves and even on the sole of the foot would be something, if you know, while you're... Doing something I would say not on the sole of the foot. I would not say the not the sole of the okay. foot because yes, it will do the job because it will absorb the lime, and yeah. you need it into the system. But if you're going to use the therapy, you use the therapy, and the Got therapy you. is to stimulate the the liver and gallbladder meridians. That's how you get it out. So I kind of okay. gave half a point as well. When I was saying about the the uh, liver being anger, gallbladder is worry. So again, you might find somebody's over anxious, and these are good pointers to liver and gallbladder being out of balance. And the two work together. So to be able to, so we kind of want to stimulate one, then stimulate the other, in in tandem. Now we often do say this with all our citrus videos, but I do want to kind of emphasise this as well. Obviously, whenever we're putting citruses on our skin, um, it does make the skin more photosensitive or more prone to sunburn. So, you know, you wouldn't want to be even massaging it down those two meridians on your leg and then go for a day in the sun. No, Probably not correct. a good idea. Correct. No. So if you're putting trousers on or covering that up or if it's the evening, that's going to be fine. But for about 12 hours, I normally say um, after putting on a citrus oil, you want to avoid direct contact with sunlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, I would say that. And. I mean, we're going we're going off on a tangent now. It's a sign that I'm overtired. That I'm even like going down this. But you you asked about like how you would use lime, and I talked about how small you could go. Mm. You could go to like a homeopathic dose, which is like one fifteenth of a drop. Well, then mm -hmm. you're not going to have to worry about your phototoxicity either. You know, no. it's going to be so so low. So if people want to know what a, 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 a homeopathic dose is, so you would get. Fifth, uh, uh, sorry, 14 drops of um, carrier oil. You would add one drop of lime to that. You would use one drop of that preparation Mix. and then you've got one for, yeah, one fifteenth of a drop. Um, and so that is a really good way of doing really um, deep healing without having to worry about phototoxicity and stuff like that. I'm, I'm so glad you explained how to do that because I'm sitting there going, I know how small one drop is. I'm like, am I sitting there with a scalpel trying to isolate one fifteenth for that? And so, you know, in my head, I learned it. I don't know if I was taught it this way or if I learned it. But if 
but I learned it as you did 15 drops of carrier oil and then one drop of um, essential oil. And my middle child is literally a maths genius. And he was like, that's not one fifteenth drop. And I was like, say what? And I was like, whoa, I've been doing it. So, and then it became this big thing. And I was like, I've got too many drops. So it's 14 drops of carrier oil, one drop of essential oil. Then it's yeah. 15th, one fifteenth of a drop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So it was interesting what you're saying as well about, you know, the gallbladder and the liver meridian and what they actually um, hand what they kind of govern because what I find lime is really good for um, being a green fruit. Um, I don't know. If, I'm sure you agree with me here. It's probably a heart chakra oil and I definitely find it works with a heart chakra, but you know, like it's interesting in Malaysia, particularly they love using the scent of lime. They said it will get rid of evil spirits, but on an emotional level, lime has, I find it really, really helpful for helping to get rid of that kind of, um, you know, that tendency to be jealous or gossip, that kind of real evil drawing down and draining um, energy that we may, you know, whether we, we, we are really critical of ourselves, critical of other people, kind of backstabbing, that betrayal, all that kind of real evil, nasty kind of energy. Lime's really good for getting rid of that. And I guess even, you know, it could be used, I haven't seen references, but um, for things like the evil eye. And anytime where there's that kind of, the word vile keeps coming to my mind when I think of lime. It helps get rid of all that vileness that um, may be in our lives, but also within ourselves. And I think sometimes, yes, we can be absolutely nasty to other people. We can gossip. We, we kind of find ourselves in situations where we're talking ill about someone to someone else. And we're like, hold on, this is over the top. I, I don't even mean this. I'm just trying to fit in or something like that. But also how we talk to ourselves. A lot of the time I find people, the way we talk to ourselves, if we talk to anyone else like that, we'd probably get slapped. But we allow ourselves to do that. And I think lines are a really good one for helping us shift that because that's sitting in that kind of vibration attracts more negativity and more evilness into your life. I love that. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be really careful and put a disclaimer before I say this because I yeah. can feel myself getting, getting myself into trouble before I even go there. But... Whenever I smell lime, quite often I will see a character in front of me. So the, the most evolved character is Sweet Basil, and probably because I wrote the Sweet Basil, so I saw her for a long time. So she was like this amazing, like, sergeant major fighting in Afghanistan, and she was so edgy, and she'd be like, get stop thinking about it get on with it and she'll be shouting at you and so that character is a really evolved character in my head and the, and incidentally that's kind of a, a, a sinister thing to be able to see these characters but lime mm. does have a character in my head and she is like this really sassy drag queen and okay. the, uh, and like you know how so uh, i will say that i absolutely love a drag queen and i absolutely admire anybody that's had the fortitude to to go through you know the whole thing of transgender transsexual transvestite drag all of that i have the utmost respect for them but when you watch these like there's always like pose for example or the film kinky boots you've got the drag queen who's got this kind of she's got this sharp the way she turns on people you know she's like yes you know that the, the shade, and, and the shade, but also the tartness. 
and it and that's yeah. like that to me that's what i see when i've got lime there's like a bittersweet story that's gone on there that and interestingly and i can't quite say it in a way that's not offensive but i'm just going to say it because I'm, I'm going to say i know that i'm going to offensive when i say it but this idea that like you've got these this parasite in your body that's not supposed to be there it doesn't belong you've got this arsenic in your body that doesn't belong this chlorine that doesn't belong and then you've got these people who oh, have got the character in the wrong body you know mm, it's kind yeah, of, yeah. And, I, and i don't really know how to say that without it being like offensive but that that way of like my body on the outside doesn't match what's going on in the inside and the the story of somebody coming through that and surviving and living with that kind of feels like lying to me you know and and, and again somebody who's got ptsd same kind of thing that the the, the in, inward world is different to the outward world it's been corrupted in some way you know I wonder if a word that, again, it's not the spot on word and we're probably dancing around what we're trying to get at exactly, but the word exorcism, it gets rid of anything within us that actually isn't us in a well, way. Yes, but, but it, yes, I like that, but I kind of don't want to use that where I'm caught talking about the drag queens and the transsexuals and stuff because we don't want to get that out. That's yeah. the right stuff. It's the outside stuff that's the bad stuff. Mm, true, like this, true. This miss match you know somehow where the inside doesn't match what it looks like on the outside um i find it really fascinating and whenever i visit it i'm like she's there again you know and mm. and, and i don't really understand who she is yet i would like to spend time to understand who she is what she's for but i do think somebody if somebody were in that situation where they were living that uh, that existence you know, if you knew somebody who was transgender and struggling with it, you knew somebody who really wanted to bring the drag queen or even just like, well, you know, the whole thing of, well, we were talking about last night in a way, like the Capricorn world, the outer world that's different to the inner world. Yes. Um, you know, the show, bring the show, bring the sass, bring the, you know, it it, it, it is like that. Yeah, I guess it's a really good one for cleansing the cleansing anything that isn't truly ourselves. So it's, I guess, a bit of an oil of authentic, right. authenticity. Yeah, yeah, authenticity from a physical level and so on. So I, I, I want to kind of clarify something. If we're reflecting now back, we've spoken about a few different citrus oils. You know, we often, we were kind of saying Mandarin is like the child of the citruses. And the word that we kind of came up for grapefruit was tarty. So would we say grapefruit is tarty or tart? And sassy is the word for lime, if we're trying to differentiate. I, and yeah, but I also beauty. think bittersweet. Bittersweet. Ah, okay. That, you know, that kind yep. of story that's like, God, you look, you're so proud when you see her on stage, but you know the struggle that's gone through. The for darkness most of behind. Them, you know, for most of them, there's a struggle. There's a story behind it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and like, I, I really, have you ever seen Pose? I have, yes. Yeah. So when I was watching it, I kind of kept seeing that manifestation and smelling lime in my head. I was like, that's mm. weird, it's here again. But if anybody hasn't watched Pose, I would recommend watching it as just as a story and like smelling lime and saying, Does this ring true for me? Can I can I like touch this? Yeah, and please let us know in the comments. We'd love to know everyone's feedback on that for sure. Um, I think, you know, the other thing with lime I'd like to ask you about 
Do you think it has a place when it comes to heartbreak? Maybe not in the initial heartbreak, but kind of the the residual muck that sits around the heart emotionally after a breakup. Do you think Lyme would have a place there? I think there's a situation for any oil in that situation. You know, the, mm. like there's a case to be said of going through your oils and going, how does that make me feel? You know, yeah. does that make me feel better? But, um, mm. yeah, and I I agree with that. I actually kind of feel that there's an, a, it's more a solar plexus oil in a way than a heart oil, although I know how you got there and I agree with it. But that mm. kind of feeling of, like, worthlessness, not quite fitting in, the damage that a, that a, a breakup does, rejection, all of that is kind of similar to the drag queen story, but also is really involved in the solar plexus. And solar plexus is to do with liver, to do with gallbladder, all of that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, there's that, that kind of there's an energy that sits somewhere between the two, isn't there? I think it would yeah. be there. One, one thing that just came through for Lion that feels quite strong is, you know, sometimes when we feel bad about ourselves or other people don't feel good about themselves, how they'll improve their situation is to drag other people down i think lime would be a really good one to counteract that type of behavior yeah because it's sharp yeah yeah yep. exactly um and, and i find you know um lime can also for me there is a bit of you know i, I really like this kind of drag queen um persona I, i've always found compared to like green mandarin which is you know another green fruit could be another heart chakra one green mandarin's a bit more playful there's a bit of a, a zest. I think zest is a really strong word for Lyme. Um, and a bit of a warrior energy of like, no, 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 I will survive. Which, you know, let, let's and just I put a drag queen song. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I don't mean to sound so cliched, when I, but uh, when yeah. I, say, I do it my way. That was so, so drag queen cliched and didn't mean it that way. But like the whole thing of like, I will be different, you know? I don't, your way won't work for me. I will be different. And, you know, in those kind of situations where people keep giving you advice and I wouldn't do it that way, you do it the damn way, where the, the way you want to do it, the way that suits you. That's very much a a, um, a, a line mentality. Mm. And I know that Robbie Zek really um, rates line for her blossoming heart stuff, and she talks about how to how you use it when you're agitated. And and this yeah. idea of like I can feel you're going to pick a fight with me, yes. yeah. <laughs> which which comes up and as you quite rightly say when people are going to ring you bring you down, you, you know you with a lot of people around you you know the signs don't you? Then mm. that might be a I'm putting a drop of that in there and I'm walking away <laughs> in the diffuser. Walk away, you get on with it. <laughs> yeah, very 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 true. Yep, no, I think that's great. Um. Now, one thing I read, and I think I disagreed with it, actually. It was, it was another author's opinion. Um, and, and what we should say, we often emphasise this, that it, it, when it comes to this metaphysical and the kind of holistic aromatherapy, is Liz right? Am I right? Is someone else right? No. We're here to help you develop your own relationships one-on-one -on -one with those plants as well. And this author was saying that lemon is the kind of the epitome of the sun and lime would be the lunar alternative to that and that didn't quite resonate with me but i wanted to see what you felt about that no it doesn't with me either but but um the petty grain of 
line is very luminous. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay, yes. Because, of course, pentagrain essential oil, although it normally most commonly comes from, like, the bitter orange tree, um, can come from any citrus oil, can't it? The leaves of any citrus oil. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ah, okay, so where then astrologically, I, I still put lime with the sun. What about yourself? I don't know. Um, yeah, I think I probably would go sun, but also uh, the the deep like thing of the effects on the liver. Yeah, is, is Jupiter, mm -hmm. and this idea of um, anger. And bittersweet, all of that's like Jupiterian, especially the association with authority and your father. I can imagine that that would be complicated with a drag queen. So I'm going to go to go Juniper as well, uh, Jupiter go as well. Jupiter, yeah. Go going down your idea of, you know, alternative lifestyles and queerness and that type of thing, um, Uranus normally governs that. Would you even give Uranus a bit of a go at Lyme? Or does that resonate for you or not? Um, so, from a philosophical point of view, that's a good argument. However, from a physical, like a medical astrology point of view, uh, Uranus, I'm sorry, it has to be done. Uranus um, governs the electrical impulses that happen throughout the nervous system and the receptors. And... Apart from the nociception, I can't see a reason to support that. So I'm going to go, no. Got you. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> now, I do want to bring you back to a comment that you made last night in our masterclass, and you did mention it today, of this idea that you kind of have all your citrus oils on a bit of a six-month rotation because of their ability to oxidise quite quickly, so that you're ordering a fresh one every month to use, correct me if I'm wrong, therapeutically kind of it, it for that thing and then they kind of get downgraded the old bottle gets downgraded to something like for the lime the shampoo and the ends of the hair so you pop it in the shower stall and that type of thing as well is that what you're doing with your citruses or is that the idea yeah. with the citruses you say yeah. yeah because i and this happened as um a side effect of my menopause because i'm sure all of us know now that my memory is shot so I have no perception of when I buy those oils whatsoever. The one, in fact, there's a. The, I remember an old lady saying to me once at school, I remember the Boer War like it was yesterday, but I don't know what I had for breakfast. I'm like, that's me now. I do. <laughs> so I know where the ones, the little ones came from because they're really old, but new ones I haven't got a clue. So I thought, right, I've, I've got to be really careful with this. So I, yes, put them on the subscription. So I have a new one each month. So I've got like a this in. So this month just came was was grapefruit, and next month will be lemon, and then orange, and it goes through like that. So one a month. So it's like these are really cheap oils, aren't they? You know, these yeah, are not the yeah. expensive ones. So I've just got it on an automatic subscription. And it just automatically comes through to me. And I know, right, when that one comes, that goes onto the, because this is not, I don't use these for therapy, that um, there's an, a proper box of therapy, goes in the box, the other ones come out. And as you say, so like I use it for um, 
my hair or for potpourri or I put like a few drops on the inside of the toilet roll holders to scent the loo because otherwise it's going to get thrown away. Mm. Uh, but it means that I don't have to think about skin sensitization from the oils uh, eroding. But also it means I've set up a nice relationship with my oil supplier that I'm always supporting them. Um, yeah. And just each month it comes through. So I'm going to ask because I'm curious and I'm sure there's at least one or two other people watching or listening that are curious as well. So that must mean that you're rotating six citrus essential oils. So I'm guessing you've got orange, grapefruit, lemon, mandarin, lime. Is there a sits one in there? And what is it? Do we know? Bergamot. Bergamot, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those, yeah. those are the six main favourite citrus oils, which I would... I wouldn't say, um, say favourite, but they're the ones that come up often. And bear yeah. in mind that when I focus so much on this thing that, that um, Rhiannon and Lewis taught me of how does it make you feel... It's a really good invitation for somebody to, to smell because very few people go, I don't like the smell of that because they know and mm. they recognise the smell of that. Um, yes. And so it's a good oil to start with when somebody doesn't know much about aromatherapy. He's maybe a bit tentative about it. So they do get used a lot. Mm. Now, we've covered a lot of ground today and probably as people are watching, they've had a few questions that popped up in their mind. Of course, you can always comment, especially if you're watching the YouTube video, and we try our best to keep on top of those comments. But what we recommend, write that comment, write that question down, book in for the masterclass and bring it. And that's what some of the really prepared students are doing is they're listening to each of these episodes, getting their questions and then coming in and we're answering them. And we're, we're able to go, you know, write down a tangent on any of the, you know, the disorders or the ailments that you've talked about, any of the metaphysical stuff, we can go deeper into that as well. The other thing we should give a bit of a plug for, it's not totally uh, aromatherapy linked, but you've got a brand new book out. I do, I haven't got it by me. Yes, meeting, ah. meeting the Melissae, the ancient Greek bee priestesses of Demeter. And yeah, it's a, it's not so much aromatherapy based, uh, but it, it came from my original studies into lemon balm, Melissa's officinalis essential oil. That book's already on Amazon. But, yeah, you can get Meeting the Melissa from anywhere that sells books. Yes. So we'll put some links down in a, in the conversation under this as well, if you want to grab that, as well as the links to grab all of other Liz's books as well. But we will be back again next week when we dive into another essential oil. But I think we've done Lime some justice. Yeah, we said we had nothing to say at the beginning. <laughs> we before we jump on, we always say, "Oh, I don't have much today," and I always, and then we these always it's end up being the longest community, the longest chat. So, thank you very much for joining us on Fellowship of Essential Oils. Book in for your masterclass, and we will see you next week. Take care. Bye bye. bye.